back to the Renaissance episode 50. <laughs> this is number 50, right? We've been doing this show for 50, 50 weeks. Well, no, probably not because we take a week off every right. month. 50 hours. <laughs> right. 50 hours. Yes. Uh, how many? When did we start this show? Do you have any idea? No. No, I don't. I do. I'm sure you do. It was uh, December 2017. Wow. So almost a year and a half it's taken us to get to episode 50. And if we had taken Tony's advice and just started with the Renaissance and not gone back a couple thousand years, (laughs) who who knows where we would be in the timeline. Um, But I have no regrets. What about you? (laughs) No, no, no I'm, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Yeah. I'm having context, fun. Context, baby. Context. Now, before it, uh, before we went to air today, you were you were serenading yes, me. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't recording. Uh, any chance yeah. you'll uh, whip whip a bit of the uh, the old wake me up before you okay, go well, go out <laughs> for me, the me, uh, audience? Back up here and get my room. <clears throat> okay, so we got on the we got on Skype and. You didn't seem very into it, and you haven't had your caffeine yet. And so the first thing that came to mind was, and I got to do the finger snapping as well, because that's what the, George Michael does in the video. Wake me up before you go, go. Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. And, and the hips are going as well. So I figured you're awake now. My bitch is awake now. <laughs> the visual in oh, my no. head. I'll send you a video. Doing that. I'll send you a video. <laughs> I'll put my clothes back on, and I will send you a video. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm your friend, buddy. Oh, I'm, you. I'm here for you. Oh, that yeah. made my morning. <laughs> thank you. Good. <laughs> yeah, had a rough night. Fox is sick, Aww. and he came into our room in the middle of the night and coughed all night. So it's even with earplugs in, I didn't sick. get much sleep. But, hey, I, I showed up because I'm a pro. That's right. That's right. Um, also had the, you know, funny week. People hate me all over no, the world. No, that doesn't sound uh, right. Uh, 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 all of the people, or most, pretty much all of America hates me. Mm. I've just been, <laughs> I've been getting people yeah. chastising me constantly on I Facebook, um, which is which is funny. And then right. I, I did a I did a, a Three Illusions podcast the other day with an old oh, cool. mate of mine from thirty years ago yeah. who's just come back to the non duality thing. And is sort of um, um, anyway, yeah. So I got him on, and, uh, and and tried to get him to clarify some of the terminology that he was using, right. and he struggled to put it to clarify it. And and, and then anyway, he uh, sent me some really nasty messages afterwards, huh. and uh, <laughs> what? Uh, 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 demanded that I take the recording down because he felt like <clears throat> I sabotaged him or something. So, um. I've been getting it from all sides uh, this week, but, yeah. but but I got you yeah. to sing me Wake Me Absolutely. Up Before You Go-Go on a Friday don't morning. Don't get me wrong. So. I would love to give it to you from a certain side, but I am here for you. I am your friend. I am both. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I'm your friend. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Papa Ben. Well, we, we've got some we've got some fun episodes to do today. Um, at the end of our last episode, 50 <laughs> minus 1, 49, other, otherwise right? known as. right. Uh, the age I will be in six nice. months. Uh, oh. No. Cozzy. Uh, <laughs> um, right. Coco. Coco. Coco Medici. Coco Ma. Coco Ma. Was. Yeah, he was. 
not thrown out, not thrown out of the window no. of uh, the jail, foot tower, right? At <clears throat> but the the ghetto, yeah, at, at the tower of the uh, Palazzo del uh, de Signoria, della Signoria. Uh, he was just sent into exile uh-huh. instead. Yeah, him, all of his family, mm. his family's family, and his family's family's family. They're all exile. Pretty much all of the Medici family, at least from his branch of the family, right. are um, exiled. Yeah. For ten years, yeah, I think it was ten years. Something. Well, like that. most of them are ten years. Alvarado, no, um, Lorenzo and Venice got five years, but yeah, um, um, Cosimo and Alvarado's cousin got ten years each. So, but let me ask you this: You went on on the last episode saying, and you made, and then I think you're right. You made a point about this about as bad as this is. Obviously, you know, death is worse. But I'm thinking, and I couldn't find anything on this, and I spent two, two and a half minutes researching. I, I wonder <laughs> if, I wonder, and it was all on Wikipedia, but I wonder if Albizzi was saying... At least it wasn't YouTube. Exactly, which I've, I've been known to do. But, okay, Albizzi's probably, look, I, I tried to have you officially legally killed. I tried to have you poisoned, and then I was going to have you stabbed in the courtyard. None of that work. I had to settle for banishment. However... You are still out of, you know, he's still out of town and his power base is out of town. You know, according, I would think that Albizzi would think, I've got at least five, maybe ten years to try to come up with something else. Maybe I can send an assassin or whatever. But Albizzi, even though he didn't get what he wanted, I would think that he would think that he has time to finish this off. It doesn't have to be over for him. This doesn't have to be um, a loss Mm. in his book. Mm. I'm guessing I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I, I didn't get anything from him like that, although I did see a quote from Ronaldo. He told some of his friends around about this time, one should either not lift a finger against the mighty, or if one does, one must do it thoroughly. Hell yeah. In, Sorry. in other words... Was the heavy breathing at the beginning of that um, recording just for me, or um, did you not edit it down as much? <clears throat> yeah, don't, you don't have to answer that. That was that was uh, Boxdale Gun Weebay shot in the leg because yeah. he uh, got taken down by Omar. Omar, uh, coming, yo. <laughs> You come at the king, you best not miss, uh, Ronaldo told his friends. But, you know, at least he's alive, Cosimo, Coco, this is. At least his business survived. He's still filthy rich. Now, if you're going to go into exile, going into exile, filthy rich. That's the way to do it. Um, But did he survive by cunning or by pure luck Mm-mm. ray what do you think i think um thank god i can't remember which podcast we were talking about this but i i think it was both what what is that what is that saying luck is the residue of hard work 
I think between um, luck, I think between being ready to make bribes to whoever, like that crazy guy, the the, the local uh, crazy guy in Florence, I, I think it was a combination of both. And I think um, Cosimo did the best he could with the limited knowledge that he had. And he, he is a player. He, he is suave. He is, um, he is crafty. And he was able to get out of this to a degree. Because you're right, because Albizzi definitely wanted to toss his ass from the tower. What do you think? Mm. Well, I think he, he had a lot of preparations. He obviously uh, spread his money amount around liberally. Yeah. He had the condottieri ready to come in, oh, although yeah. that didn't really help much. But, um, you know, I think he was very lucky that when when Ronaldo went to the Signoria, none of whom were, well, at least most of whom were not Medici supporters, mm-hmm. and said, hey, let, give me a vote to have him killed, they went, ooh, yeah. Don't want mm. that on my rap sheet. It's the abyss, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, in any other Italian city-state at the time, yeah. he, he's he's definitely getting thrown out of the tower window. Right. Well, probably with a rope around his neck. But <laughs> assassination right. was very common. Yeah. Um, but it's Florence. He, he's in Florence, and Florence... Uh, it prides itself on the fact that it's more civilized mm-hmm. than these these other places. It has a republic, not a tyrant. Yeah. Uh, it has all of these beautiful artworks. It's starting to develop. It's 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 a civilized society. We've had Petrarch, we've had Boccaccio mm-hmm. for a hundred years, yeah. uh, preaching. A return to the the ways of the great Roman Republic and 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 civilization and rhetoric mm-hmm. and humanist thought. <clears throat> there are quite a lot of humanists in uh, Florence already at this stage. So partly it's got to do with where where uh, this all goes down. I think any right. anywhere else he's he's a dead man. Yeah. But yeah. as it as it turns out, he's not. In fact, um, he gets a letter from Rome in September of 1433 mm. when he's in exile mm. from Poggio Bracciolini. Right. Who we will be dedicating our third episode to today. Mm-hmm. So two episodes from now, we're going to start talking about Poggio. We're going to take a pause in the Medici story and, and talk about some of the other humanist goings on. Um, he sent him a letter basically telling Cosimo to be stoic about his exile. Mm-hmm. He talked about the triumph of virtue over fortune, told Cosimo that wisdom and examples could be had from the study of uh, the humanities, from Studia Humanitatis, and that you could mm-hmm. study Deal yourself against the vicissitudes of both good and bad fortune through philosophy. Basically, he gave him a copy of my book, The Three Illusions, <laughs> and said, read this, Coco Ma. It is what it is. And yeah. you'll be happy for the rest of your life. <laughs> what? Hakuna Matata? No. <laughs> Even better. Even better. No, but I imagine that uh, Cosimo, the humanist student, would go, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this. 
I still have to be wary. I've got my money. I'm planning on getting back. And when I get back, I'll do what I can. But, you know, he's still in exile. He was still politically defeated. Yes, he's got his money. But the Cosimo, excuse me, the Medici plan ever since his father was to one day, in whatever form, be in a position where you can't be attacked, where you can't be politically defeated. So this is um, a step down for him. Yes, he survived, but he's still, you know, trying to carry out his father's wishes, which is politically, or making sure the family is politically safe at all times. Yeah, it's a setback, yeah. but he's got money <laughs> and contacts. Um, and that seems to go so far. So far. Poggio, in his letter writes this, which is, you know, obviously partly sucking up. Poggio, by the way, uh, for people who don't know who Poggio is, um, one of the famous humanists who was a book hunter. Mm -hmm. He went out and found a lot of these ancient manuscripts and uh, Kokoma was bankrolling uh, a lot of that. So they're they're friends and, and sort of have a, I guess, some sort of a... Not, he's not an employee, Poggio, right. of Coco Mars, but he's a recipient of, yeah. uh, you know, ex- covering his expenses or something like that. But he says uh, in this letter, we have seen you neither inflated or haughty in prosperous things, nor languid or dispirited in adverse ones, but instead bearing both kinds of fortune with the same equanimity of expression and mind. Mm. That's the highest compliment so, a humanist can give. That's high praise. Um, yes. <laughs> that's high praise coming from you, my f- little friend. Oh, God. We were, we were watching Master of None. You know what that is? That's high praise? Yes. You, you know oh, what that's from? from? The Saturday okay. Night Live? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Andy Samberg yeah. doing his Nicolas Cage impersonation on Saturday Night We were watching Master of None Season 2 uh, at some point last weekend, and there's a there's an episode where it's all based around a Nicolas Cage movie, a fake Nicolas right. Cage movie. Um, and uh, at the, the last scene of the, the episode, they're in the cinema, and you, you, you're looking at the audience, looking at the screen, right. and you hear... Uh, supposedly Nicolas Cage on screen, and straight away I said, I paused and I said to Chrissy, I bet you 50 bucks that's Andy Samberg doing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Looked it up on IMDb and it was. Oh, nailed it. Uh, his, nailed it. His, his Nicolas Cage impersonation. <laughs> it's very like this. That's high praise. High praise indeed. It's, it's, yeah. it's bad, but it's, it's classically funny. Right. Anyway. Where were we? Oh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> so Florence is now in the control of the Albizzi mm-hmm. and the old oligarchy. But, but of course, what this means is yeah. the money spigot has been turned <laughs> off. <laughs> well, I mean, let me ask you that because, one, you're right. So whatever happens in Florence now, good or bad, it's all on the uh, Albizzi and, their, and their, um, their supporters. But do you think Albizzi had any idea that Cosimo had – spirited away his cash, his vast sums and everything else he could get his hands on and send them to different places. I imagine he's like, okay, this guy's gone. Let's break into their banks and get all their cash and keep this city going. I, I just imagine the shock on his face when he finds out that there is no Medici money to access in Florence. 
like one of those scenes where the uh, you know the, the the bank robber breaks right. into the bank vault Camera and it's zooms in. empty with yeah. a there's a note from the Joker <laughs> uh, in there. Um, no, well, in some cases when people were banished or exiled from Florence, part of the punishment was that they also lost all of their assets. I don't think this was the case with the Medici. They were just exiled. There wasn't an official uh, order that they were going to lose all of their shit anyway. So even if they had uh, passed that, I mean, they could have taken their houses, I guess, but um, the banks had already been emptied, as we saw. Right. But no, so I, I don't I don't think Ronaldo even um, oh, went it. looking for the cash gotcha. because it, it, that wasn't part of the sentencing. Right. But, I'm sorry, but but mm-hmm. here's the other part of it. But even though even though um, Cosimo is out of town on his mule, not unlike Jesus going to Padua, <laughs> I mean Flo- Florence is still politically divided. You've got to think at least fifty percent of the people, maybe a little bit more, because of what the Medici have done for the Popolo Manuto over the decades. You've got to think that at least fifty percent of the people, probably more, are missing Cosimo, and so this is the the divided town that is now has so much less cash that Albizzi's got to somehow run and thrive and keep the people happy. I mean, he's really fucked himself, if I can use that. Well, yeah. I mean, whenever one of these things happens uh, where members of the oligarchy fight mm-hmm. amongst each other and one side loses and gets sent out of town, you're always going to have division, I guess, yeah. in the city. You're going to have the... The people who uh, were supporters of the previous uh, rulers or, or people in power, but then the new guys or the guys now in charge, uh, Ronaldo Deli Albizzi in this case, basically has to go around and try and bribe those people right. into liking him instead. I mean, let's be honest, the Popolo Minuto probably don't love the Medici because they're, I don't know, uh, just generally nice people. Um, they they probably like them because they've been bankrolling uh, football stadiums yeah. and uh, you know putting on festivals. It's yeah. it's uh, bread and circuses going going back mm-hmm. to Rome, right? That's 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 how you even back in our Rome shows uh, in ancient Rome from the very early days. But I, I remember Julius Caesar when he was the uh, urban praetor. Oh yeah, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, Job of the urban praetors is to do bread and circuses right. and Ho- put on parties games. for people yes. and celebrate this. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you you buy the love of the people by making their life a little bit better. Um, I'm sure that's why the Medici are popular with the Popolo Minuto, and also they they seem to have been sticking up for their interests when it came to voting on voting um, and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, but. So I guess the 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 new incumbent oligarchy is basically going to run around and try and you know uh, 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 suck up to as many constituencies as possible to get them on side. It's a bit like <laughs> Australia's going into our, a federal election, as you know, at the moment, and mm-hmm. both sides of you know the two major parties are just promising everything. Oh, when. <laughs> We, if you elect us, right. we'll remove the letter Z from the alphabet. You don't like Z? It's gone. It's just gone. We we f- get rid of that. What you don't like? You don't like the heat in yeah. summer in Brisbane? Boom. Gone. Humidity. No more heat. Humidity yeah. outlawed. No more humidity. Yeah. Humidity gone. Flies. Don't like the flies. We'll get rid of the flies. 
People are like, hey, what's, your, what's your plan for getting rid of the flies? Oh, don't you worry about that. We got plans. Oh, we, we, we the best I can't people. tell you my plans. Yeah. It's a secret. Yeah. 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 Biggest it. words, the best people. Yeah. Um, then they get elected, of course, always, and they're like, fuck you, flies. <laughs> what are you, are you an idiot? Can't get rid of flies. I, I got this job for a certain no number flies of years. In, fuck you. Yeah. No, no flies in my castle. Speaking of castles, I was doing a podcast with uh, TK, mm-hmm. Kino, right. my, my new Ray, right. uh, taller, richer Ray with more hair, um, <laughs> the other day, and I hear this loud noise in the background. I said, uh, somebody running a vacuum cleaner in the room while we were yeah. recording this? And he said, oh, no, sorry, it'll stop in a minute. And I said, what is it? He goes, oh, look, this sounds wanky, but... It's my automatic blinds on the windows. They're programmed to uh, go down three hours before, you know, the sun comes down to block so that, you know, right. blocks the sun. Yeah. Everybody said, you, you have, yeah. you have freaking sharks with freaking lasers on their head in a pool and your Dr. Evil Palace there as well, Tony. Jesus. Wouldn't want him to have to get up and put the blinds down himself. I guess if you're not home, it's better than having a slave. Let's be honest. <laughs> hundred years up. ago, one step up, he would have had a slave. Yeah. Yeah, he's a robot slave. <laughs> Still the same. What about no, a remote? <laughs> we can just, just. But now he's taking it one step. Yeah, but if you're not, if you're not, right. Well, if you're not home, right. Because uh, he's playing golf. <laughs> uh, it has to. <laughs> when the robots rise up. People who have one. robot slaves yeah, putting down their blinds will be the first ones strung up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm safe. Uh, I'm safe. So Ronaldo's running around trying to make everyone happy, but <clears throat> here's the thing: like, there's a lot of people with money mm-hmm. uh, left in Florence, yeah. but apparently mm, they're like, oh, "I don't think Florence is a good bet. I'm not. Right. <laughs> I'm not giving my money." <laughs> anyway, so the. the Medici supporters left in the city, all went underground and started plotting mm. against yeah. Ronaldo. That's what you uh, And he ends up becoming increasingly tyrannical, despotic, yeah. according to the sources. And, like, remember, he's not even the Gonfalonieri. He's not on the Signoria. Nope. nope. He's just a rich guy with money who's bribing people to do what he wants. Yeah, yeah. But... I was just going to say, you know, you're absolutely right. So he's got to get, he can't do it himself. He's got to go through the Signoria to pass measures to come down on these people, to punish them, to banish them, to keep them in line. So things are starting, not, not falling apart, but there are cracks and he's dealing with it the best he can. And I think in some ways, Florence is probably lucky that they had the Signoria that he had to go through them because you get the, you get the idea that this guy would not hesitate to, crack some heads in order to keep uh, to keep everything calm but he is he is going through them they are the they are the legitimate government of Florence but he is getting measures passed to punish people to pass to punish uh, Medici, Medici supporters keeping these people in line and some of them themselves are going to get banished for 10 years so things are getting pretty hard harsh in Florence and i remember going back a few episodes well, quite a few episodes ago when papa joe was still around mm-hmm. And Ronaldo's uh, father, who was the head of the Albici clan, wanted to uh, banish Papa Joe. And he went to the 
elder statesman of the city, Nicola da Ozano, mm-hmm. at the time and said, oh, you've got to get rid of this Papa Joe guy. He wants to be tyrant. Uzzano said to him, eh, nah, uh, I, I think you want to be tyrant, actually, which is what this is all about. Right. And here we are with the next generation battling it out for the role of tyrant. So, like, this was a this was a thing that had been going on for generations between the Medici and the Albizzi. Mm-hmm. And he's 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 one for the moment, but he he starts acting like a tyrant according to the sources, and as you said, even ended up within a few months after Kokomar being sent uh, out of town, he started sending some of the the Medici supporters left behind um, yeah. out of town too. It's getting tense. So yeah, so as you said before, Coco went to Padua. Mm-hmm. He was sent into exile in Padua. But uh, after a little while there, he gets bored in Padua. <laughs> Apparently the nightlife wasn't yeah, uh, what he'd been promised. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. no. You're not yeah. a big fan of the pa- Paduan. Uh, he-, he thought Padua, paddles, <laughs> bit of <laughs> ass smacking. Sounds good. I'm in. But uh, turned out, turned out yeah. no. No, it was. Uh, that's not what yeah. it means at all. Yeah, it was ping pong. Um, it was the ping pong association. Do- <laughs> yeah, which wasn't the same. He went with all of his S and M gear that he got from Ulrich, the leather, the Hoxha, chains, the and zippers. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ulrich. Hello, Ulrich, <laughs> in Nuremberg. And uh, but no, wasn't that at all. Now, so he gets permission after a little while to right. go to Venice instead. I'm not exactly sure who he had to get permission from. Was it right. from? The, the Signoria back in Florence, or was it from the Venetians? I Because yeah. I imagine you can't just, as a Florentine uh, member of the oligarchy, you can't just go and, oh, I'm going to live here now Yeah, in Venice. I, I imagine they're like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey we've already got one hey, here. Oh, his, bro- oh, his brother Lorenzo, yeah, Larry, right. Larry, Larry, the, Larry the Med was already there. I don't think... Uh, I don't think uh, you know the, the the Venetians would have had to give their permission too. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I mean I would imagine a courtesy letter to the Signoria, but obviously the uh, the visiting city. Hey, I'd love to come. My brother's there. I miss him. You know, I'm all about family. As Medici's, we're all about family. So I would imagine he he would ask them as well. But I I, I think a courtesy letter to the Signoria wouldn't have been amiss. But I, but I'm sure the Signoria split them up for a reason. Right. They sent them to their separate rooms because they couldn't be trusted to be together. They would well, be plotting and planning if they're together. But here's the other part. Can the Signoria really stop him from going to live with his brother? They can't send an army <sighs> no, into so. another town. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Not much that they can do. Exactly. Um, so he goes to Venice. Now, Padua's not far from Venice. It's just up the road, just inland. Venice is um, sort of on the yeah, coast, and, and Padua's just inland a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. That's probably how he got there. Um, so uh, uh, up in the, the very the very sort of northern tip, the um, – the, 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 what would we call this in uh, Rome's days? Uh, this would be your um, transalpine, no, your alpine Gaul. Right, on the no, north, northern, east, Italy, northern Italy. Northeastern, on the coast. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. G- getting towards Illyricum. Yes. A little bit. Yes. On the way to Illyricum, just getting up around the top of the boot there. Absolutely. Uh, 
So, yeah, he moves to Venice. Now, I'm sure the Venetians were probably happy to have someone with his coin and connections. Right. They probably had some pretty good parties when Coco Mar arrived in town. What, what? They were also probably a little bit suspicious too, I imagine, like because Venice and Florence, I think, were allies at this juncture, but they hadn't always been that way. It right. wouldn't always be that way in the future. So... Uh, is this a bit of a Trojan horse? You're sending us your Cosimo de Medici and he's going to no. infiltrate? Uh, is, is, is he going to, when we go to sleep at night, is he going to bend over and ass is going to open up in his flap and all these soldiers are going to run out? I mean, yeah, there's a chance. But I think Venice might have been um, cautious about, well, we don't want to piss off Florence because we're sometime allies. Uh, allies but, it, but I imagine Cosimo went, look, I'd like to stay there if I could. Um, please rent me a very large villa. I would overpay. I'll get a very large staff of your people. So, so my money will be flowing through Venice. And they probably said, yeah, come on in. We're, we're looking forward to meeting you. I'm, I'm guessing he probably greased some palms. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he did too. Uh, and while he's in Venice, he lived in the Monastery of San Giorgio Maggiore. Nice. Which is on a small island of the same name, opposite the entrance of the Grand Canal. Mm. Now, obviously, Venice is pretty much all islands, uh, so this is just one of the islands. Now, Pope Gene Simmons IV <laughs> had once been a monk... Right. At this uh, monastery. That's where he learned the base. And, of course, uh, right. <laughs> yes, and his platform shoes his tongue tricks. were, la, were, la, la, were la, made la. for him there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, he's, he's obviously currently Pope um, and uh, friendly with the Medici. The Medici are the, the papal bankers, so maybe pulled some strings there. Yeah, yeah, put my boy Kokomar yeah. up. Give him my room. Um, but yeah. don't, let him touch my, don't let him touch my base closet. <laughs> My secret base is in there. Got, got my axe base. Oh, my backup axe base I keep in and there. And I better not hear about Cosimo um, wearing my makeup. My black and white makeup, demon makeup. No, oh. that's mine. Trademark, baby. Trademark. Now, it was probably a, a big, I guess, a, a, a big deal for um, Cosimo to be staying in the place where the Pope uh, had had come up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's deal. good for good on the CV. When right. I when I was in Venice, <laughs> I I stayed in uh, right. the Pope put me up basically. Yeah. in his old place to thank the Pope for that and for trying to rescue him when he was in prison. Coco built a new library Ooh, for the monastery. Right. He got his buddy Michelozzo, who was designing his own new palazzo. To design it, right? And, and so, now, yeah, yeah. Do you Go know on. what happened? Do you know what happened to? Uh, do you know what happened to that uh, monastery? No, tell me what happened. Nothing it bad. Nothing fell bad. down. Oh fuck! Fell down. Then they in an earthquake. Then they they built it again. This one, but burnt, burnt down, <laughs> fell over, and sunk into the swamp. Damn. There is still a church there today, though. It seems to have been rebuilt in the 1560s by the Venetian architect Andrea Palladio, mm. one of the greatest architects ever. He has an entire style named after him, Ooh. I learned, the Palladian style, which right. is based on 
classic Roman pillars and lines and was popular well into the 20th century. Um, Now, the monastery at San Giorgio Maggiore, where Cosimo lived and Pope Gene Simmons, um, was shut down in the early 1800s. Do you know who shut it down? Um, Was it some revolutionary... Um, mm, it was some revolutionary by the name Damn of. Damn it! He was he was he was Mussolini's hero. Fuck! It's gone. No, who was it? Who was it? Napoleone Buonaparte. He shut it down. Huh? Why? Yeah, when Napoleon when Napoleon uh, took over Venice, uh, took over all of Italy. Actually, right. Uh well. Yeah, you know, I, I don't exactly know, but you know, the French uh, Revolution didn't like religion much, right? So, good point. Yeah. might have had something to might have had something to do with that. The convent there was actually destroyed by Napoleon, I think, when he was fighting the Venetians. Oh my god! Uh, it was later used by the Austrian army. This is the monastery, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Italian army. Napoleon stole a lot of the artwork that was there for sure. the Louvre, but. To, Today, do you remember the, our conversation with the guide at the Louvre? Uh, about Were you at the thieves? Louvre with us? Yeah. No, no, not... No, I went to the Uffizi. Is this the one about criminals? You didn't come to the Louvre? Uh, when, we were, when we went to the Louvre uh, last year, a guide said, now, um, a lot of the artworks in here... Um, do you know where they came from? I said, yeah, Napoleon stole them. And she went, shh, shh, shh we, we don't say that. We say he he, he borrowed them. Long-term, <laughs> long-term borrowing. Yeah. She said, she said, actually, she said, you can say that. I'm what? not allowed to say that. We say that he uh, acquired them on behalf uh-huh. of the French people or something. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he just, he, he just took them. Yeah. Um, no, it was reparations, really. I mean, it was kind of fair. Mm-hmm. No, in this case, it was fair because it, it wasn't like Napoleon invaded these countries um, on a whim and took their art. They attacked France uh, first. And he defended. They attacked France and he defended, defeated them, and as part of the reparations for the cost that it took, right. time, effort, people, etc., to defend themselves, he said, I'm taking your paintings and your statues. Sorry, fuck that you. Sounds right. No, that sounds that's, right. that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. I think, that's, I think when, when art has been taken uh, as reparations, that's, mm-hmm. that's justifiable um, as opposed to the Elgin marbles. I don't remember Greece... Uh, ever attacking England. Anywho, <laughs> um, let's... Uh, so, yeah, but I want to say today this uh, former monastery is the headquarters of the Chini Foundation, established yeah. by Vittorio Chini. Mm-hmm. Getting back to your um, Mussolini comment before, uh, yeah. Vittorio Chini was actually a, a major fascist in the early 20th century, big friend of uh, Mussolini, big supporter of mm-hmm. Mussolini. Wow. And the monastery now is um, runs his foundation. It's, a, it's an historical library, has over 15,000 volumes, an archive of ancient manuscripts. Nice. And, more importantly, most of the music 
of Nino Rota. Who's Nino? I know that name. Who is that? Well, uh, we can't play music on the no. show until I get a music license, Could apparently. You but or? it's uh, da 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 da. Okay. Da 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 Nice. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't need Thank a music you. license. Godfather? We got you. And you singing "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go." I mean, we're probably <laughs> technically not allowed to even sing, but. <laughs> It was a parody. As long as um, it's a parody, you're you're covered. It was a parody. Hey, what are you saying about my my no, singing? No, no, I'm That's talking about mine. Parody? I'm talking about mine. If you, if there's anything, no, you that was beautiful. Porn. No, that was beautiful. Okay, All right. the parody is anything that you learn from porn. It's that ass to mouth is acceptable <laughs> in certain circumstances. Okay, two things: that and parody. In the parody, heat of the mo- in the heat of the moment, ass to mouth is acceptable. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, by the way, the leader of the government of the Republic of Venice was called what, Ray? Your time starts now. Um, I don't know. Um, head, head, head Venetian? Venetian head? Big, big V? The Doge. The Doge. The Doge. Oh, I thought you the meant Doge. a specific name. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Doge of Venice. Yes. Shakespeare. Got it. Right. Shakespeare. Yes. Now... Uh, the Republic of Venice lasted until Napoleon, 1797. Right. Um, now, the, the Doge was elected by a council of 41 men. Mm-hmm. He held the position for life, just as a counterpoint to Florence. Right. The, the gonfalonieri of justice yep. in uh, Florence held his position for how long? Was it two months, three months? T- two months. Two months. Two months. Yeah. The Doge held it for life. Mm. Uh, so big they difference between yeah. the Venetian Republic, and this is still a republic. They call it the Republic of Venice. Big difference between the Venetian Republic and the Florentine Republic. Mm-hmm. Life and two months. Um, a, a Doge, by the way, the word Doge comes from ducks, sure. Latin for leader. Okay. Same origin as Duke. Duke. Doge gotcha. all come from Duke Doge ducks. Ducks. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I did not know that. History sounds of like the beginning of an eighties rap song. <laughs> Duke Doge ducks and Dirty D. Um. Now the election of the Doge is pretty great. The okay. process. Uh, let me let me give you the let me give you the summary version. Right. The Ray Harris version oh, of this story. This won't take long. So they, there were there was this thing called the Great Council, and it, there were thirty members on the Great Council. Right now, they would um, pull string out of a hat, chosen by lot. They were reduced down to nine. Okay, those nine, yes, would choose forty men. They would uh, they would between themselves elect forty men. Oh fuck me. The 40 were then reduced by lot down to 12. Okay. We're getting to Those 12 would then choose 25. They're going the wrong way. The 20, the 25 would reduce by lot down to nine again. Okay. Single digits. The nine would then, would then elect 45. Yes. Okay. The 45 <laughs> were reduced by lot down to 11. I think you're fucking with me. Then the 11, then, no, I'm not, I'm not. I think the Venetians were fucking with themselves. I think somebody got 
Somebody got really fucking baked one day. It was like, listen, I got it. this is what I we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> write, write this down. This is what we're going to do. Write this down. <laughs> you know, we've, we've, got, we've got 30 guys already, right? We'll reduce them down to nine by lot. And then the nine will choose 40. The 40 will reduce down to 12. The 12 will choose 25. The 25 will be reduced down to nine. Then the nine will elect 45. The 45 will be reduced down to 11. Then the 11 will choose the 41. And the 41 will elect the doge. But you had to get at least 25 votes out of the 41. Oh, my God. To be elected doge. No wonder it was for life. It took six years just to do this. Okay. All right. Do you know they, why uh, they did it that way? They, they saw the Cardinals. Tr- yeah, they saw the Cardinals trying to elect the new Pope, and they were like, you think that's complicated? Yeah, hold my beer. Let me check, come on. Check, <laughs> check this out. Check this out. No, just, just think if you were trying to... Well, yeah, no, someone. the reason they did that... Yeah, yeah. The reason they did that was uh, to try and prevent corruption from the oligarchy as much as possible. Right. It was it was deliberately to make it as convoluted because how would you bribe in order to you know bribe people to vote for the person that you wanted as Doge who again is elected for life now admittedly by the time you're elected Doge you're probably an old man and your right. life is probably not that long Let's see. you know you've probably got a few years in you you know five years maybe ten if you're lucky but. Um, uh, to to prevent corruption as much as possible, they made it sort of randomised as much as possible, going through yeah. multiple levels of um, r- random selection. You would pretty much have to bribe the entire elite <laughs> of uh, Venice in order to be able to influence that final 41. Jeez. That cracked yeah. me up. I fucking love that. So not beans like in Florence, but strings in a hat. I don't. I don't know. It just says chosen by lot. So maybe it's lot okay. from the Bible. Maybe lot from the Bible um, <laughs> was having sex with his daughters. Sure. And they said, hey, lot, yeah. you know, can't, don't, can't talk right now. I'm having sex with my daughters. Oh, uh, but I'm too drunk. <laughs> to drive or make decisions. Too, dr- too drunk to notice. <laughs> Because uh, according to yeah. the account in Genesis, he was um, so drunk that uh, he passed out um, and sure. his daughters had sex with him. Now, uh, it's a long time since I've been drunk, Ray. Right. Um, and certainly a long time since I've been drunk and passed out. But I find it hard to believe. You, you've had more experience with this than yeah. I. Uh, how hard is it for a man to get... And maintain an erection while passed out drunk, and yeah, uh, for a woman then to ride him, he doesn't wake yeah. up, and then he right. orgasms, still doesn't wake up. <laughs> yeah, how, how? So I, no one knows more about the science of drunken oh, erections than you I do, got Ray. This. Um, I got this. Yeah. So <laughs> based on based on my experience, because this is like a weekly thing for me, um, you can't do that with beer. <laughs> Because beer Which, just fills wait, you up. The, dr- the sex with the daughters? No, no, sex with your daughters or just the everything drunk? Everything but that. Everything but that. Um, oh, okay. I, I mean, I've, I've no. seen your eldest daughter and, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. if you need someone to <laughs> test that. No, okay, keep going. Thank, thank you. No, so here's based on my experience, 
you can't do that. You can't have that whole process with beer. By the way, for people, oh, here we for go. people, for people listening to this who uh, no, so for, I've just realised that there are people listening to this who only know of Kiki and Sophie. Tell them how oh. old your eldest daughter is. Oh God, she's about to have a birthday. Is she going to be? I should know this. I'm her father. Um, twenty three. <laughs> twenty three. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I'm, yeah. I'm just pointing out that it's it's not it's not. I'm not no, offering Kiki not, here. No. Right. Oh, and, and I appreciate no, that, Cam. No. I really do. No. So, <laughs> so to get back to my drunken sex story, so you can't do it with beer because you get too you can't you get too weighted down. You can't do it with limoncello because limoncello will put your ass out. You can, and I've only done it with several times with whiskey. There's just something about whiskey where you can be blitzed but still functional. I drive every day from the whiskey place home and I haven't wrecked yet as far as I know. So if you're going to do it, Scottish whiskey is the way to go. That's my, that's Dr. Ray's recommendation. Scotch. Okay. Maybe that's what Lot was drinking in the mountains outside of Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) Maybe he had a good supply of Scotch. So that, uh, so the Lot story, I don't know if you, how closely you've been following my random Bible quotes thing on uh, Facebook, but yeah, for people who like a bit of uh, Bible, I've started a new Facebook group called Random Bible Quotes, where mm. uh, I just post up random Bible quotes that I like, and there's a lot of yep. them. I like a lot of Bible quotes, as you know. But the lot story, I got into, I got into a big debate on somebody else. Somebody shared one of them, and then somebody said, "Oh, that's kind of not fair," and I got into it with him. Uh, it was nice. It was good conversation. Actually, one of the few good conversations I've had on Facebook recently. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice Christian. Very reasonable, rational. Oh, good. You know, a- able to have a able to have a rational, calm conversation with him. Unlike most of the Americans, are upset about the Mueller report, <laughs> who have right. been accusing me of all sorts of heinous shit uh, incorrectly. Um, anyway, so the lot story from Genesis is. Um, uh, Yahweh decides he's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and kill all of the people in it. And um, and uh, Abraham, no, Moses. Moses, Abraham, Moses, Abraham. I think it's Abraham. I can't, shit, I can't even remember that. Right. I think it's Abraham. Abraham says to him, um, well, listen, uh, what if there's, what if there's uh, half the people there are good? Are you still going to do it? And God's like, oh, fuck, I hadn't thought about that. And now, first of all, I'm thinking, well, hold on. Aren't you supposed to know these things, God? Shouldn't everything. you have looked into this before you decided to destroy everything. it? So he says, uh, Abraham says to God, well, look, what if there's uh, 50 good people? Mm-hmm. Will you still destroy the city? And, and, and Yahweh's like, okay, look, if there's 50 good people, I won't destroy it, just for you. Because you're my man, right. you're my bro. Aww, Abraham says, "Well, hold on. What, 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 what if there's only forty-five? Will you still destroy it if there's forty-five? Okay, if there's forty-five. I want you. He goes, what, what if it's forty? And Yahweh's like, Ugh. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying what to chew me down? No, Venetian election. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Yahweh said, I heard negotiating with Jews was tricky, man. But God, you're the worst. <laughs> like, I agree. Okay, oh, Abraham said, boom. What if there's thirty? Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> what if there's 20? Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck me. Finally, he agrees as if there's 10 good people, right. he won't destroy the city. Then he sends two angels down right. to investigate and find out and how many good people there are. Ben Affleck. Yeah, right. and Ben Affleck. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, hold on. Why does Yahweh need to send two angels to find out how many good people there are? He's, he's Yahweh. 
Yeah. Doesn't he, doesn't he know everything? Isn't he yes. supposed to know this shit? No, apparently not. Apparently he's only all-knowing if angels go and right. do some do research and come back and yeah. tell him what they found. Look at the census. Yeah. So they go down to Sodom and uh, they're met by Abraham's nephew, Lot, who says, right. oh, come in, come in, uh, come and stay at my place and they have something to eat. And then um, it's night time. The men of the city came mm-hmm. to the house and said, uh, hey, Lot, we know you've got uh, men in there. Bring them out unto us so we may know them. Okay. Now, Sounds- um, Lot, Lot doesn't want to give them up and instead says to the people, hey, I've got a couple of virgin daughters in here. Why don't you take them instead? If you oh want to fuck God. something, basically, take my two virgin daughters. Don't, right? Don't... Try and have sex with angels because, quite frankly, I'm not yeah, sure they no have holes. a poop shoot. Um, right. no, no holes, holes. to you no. know, with my extensive wings. knowledge of yes. angel anatomy. Yeah, holes you can't fuck a wing. Yeah. I mean, they got mouths, <laughs> I guess. Maybe you could stick it in their mouths. <laughs> and people, people are what always are going, Well, you know, and then you, homosexuals got called sodomites, and, and the act of anal sex got called sodomy. But I'm like, Well, hold on, uh, they wanted to have sex with angels. That's not yeah. gay sex. That's no. man. That's that's man on angel sex. That's completely different. <laughs> it's, it's so different. okay, maybe God doesn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe God right. doesn't like man on angel sex. But this has got nothing to do. So what sodomy is when you say uh, you want to go have some sodomy? What you're actually talking about is mouth fucking an angel. Really, that's what you're. Wow. That's what you're offering. Wow. Uh, okay. All right. Can you put some wing? You know, can you put some wings on? <laughs> And uh, let me fuck your mouth. <laughs> I'm um, so turned on. Oral sex with angels is what sodomy really is. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 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 then they they leave the city, and uh, the Lord destroys the city with fire and brimstone. Right. Lot's wife turns around and looks back and gets turned into a pillar of salt. Why? Mm-hmm. That's pretty. What? I didn't know that was in the rules. Where did you ever say, you know, don't look back? Um, Well, one angel did say to Lot, look not behind thee, Um, and Mm. and his wife did, but um, that seems like a bit of an overreaction. Like maybe just, you know, know, spank her, but but turn her into a pillar of salt. Get a paddle. And why salt? Right. And so anyway, so then Lot and his daughters end up in a cave, and uh, he gets really drunk on scotch, apparently, and then has sex with his daughters. His oh. daughter's idea, they're like, well, well, shit, all the men are gone now and I'm really horny. Let's fuck dad. Um, and he apparently doesn't doesn't know um, it's going on, which, you know, I'm calling, calling, calling bullshit on that. Yeah. Um, he does one the first night and then the second the second night. And I got into this conversation with this guy on Facebook. And he's like, well, you know, I said, well, I said, apparently God uh, is. See, now, Lot offered up his two virgin daughters to be raped yeah, by the men of the, the village crowd. and right. then had sex with them afterwards. God didn't yeah. hurl fire and brimstone on Lot. Hmm. So apparently. Pimping out your virgin daughters and then mm-hmm. having drunken sex with them later is preferable oh, in the eyes right. of the Lord than wanting to mouth rape angels. <laughs> That's a hell of a. But you you got to um, have a hierarchy. I, I've got part of it figured out. You got to know. Yeah, got to yeah, know yeah, where I you got stand. Part of it figured out. 
Yeah, I don't see that. God can't. That was actually, God. so it, it, in the Ten Commandments, there was originally actually an Eleventh Commandment, which was thou shalt not mouth rape angels. Yeah, and a Twelfth Commandment in, was right? yeah. if, if, if thou pimpeth out thy virgin daughters and then have drunken sex with them afterwards, eh, oh, balance of things, oh, good. that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I, I imagine God can't see through <laughs> cave walls like... Uh, Superman can't see through lead. <laughs> he didn't. I think it's one of those things. He didn't have any wrong. angels there. He didn't have any angels. To he didn't report. have any angels there to tell him what was going on. <laughs> yeah, there's the problem. The angels were busy. Uh, I, can I? Can I? I this is this is completely um, revolting, but it's in the Bible. But I just have one follow-up question, if I may. The guy in the back um, <laughs> couldn't the husband lot tell when he was having sex with one of his daughters that it. And I don't know how to put this nicely felt different than with his wife who's birthed two children? Hey, his wife's been turned into a pillar of salt. Wife's not even around anymore. No, no, but I'm saying I'm saying the uh, mechanics, the... Um, the um, mm, how toy, toy. You're trying to say she was toy. 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 Very toy. 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 One, toy my, like my wife's not even here. Right. One, my wife's not even here. And two, who is this mm. person on me? I, I, but I'm he probably was dreaming of. Oh, he was probably right. dreaming of mouth raping angels. <laughs> That's so wrong. Oh, I think we. I think we've discovered something. I know. Hey, it's the. It's the. Listen, it's the Bible. It's, the Bible. it's like Bible. don't. It's the Bible, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, when Cosimo went into exile, <laughs> when Kokomo went into exile. All work stopped on the Palazzo Medici because nobody's there to pay them. Yeah. Um, they're not coming back for 10 years. So work, work, you know, the union went on strike. They walked off the job. Donatello uh, went to Rome where apparently ancient sculptures were being dug up. They just start, people had just started digging them up from some of the ruins and going, oh, look at that. And he was like, hell yeah, bitch, I'm going there to <laughs> check that out firsthand. Imagine right. what that must have been like for guys like him, these these early Renaissance uh, artists, yeah, sculptors, when, yeah. you know, the, these, these perhaps in some cases fully uh, f- uh, uh, intact statues right. are being dug up um, that are at this stage, you know, 2,000 years old and uh, or, you know, a bit less maybe depending on when it was – Sculptor, but they get to go and see these things in the flesh um, yeah. for the first time. It must have been amazing for these guys. And Michael Lotso, as we said before, uh, of course, went to Venice with Coco Ma. Yeah, um, he um, he was designing the library of the monastery. Now, both guys apparently could have stayed in Florence and and been okay. They yeah. they would have been kept busy by other other rich guys. They they were famous enough already. Obviously, when Coco Ma hires you to build his palazzo and design the artwork for the palazzo, you are the you yeah. are the numero uno architect and uh, an artist in the city. But they left in solidarity with Coco Ma, so that that is an indication for I, I guess his. Maybe it's an indication for his character and how these guys, because they were part of the Popolo Minuto, how they perceived him. Maybe, though, it's also them 
realized, well, maybe he kept the, maybe he kept him on salary anyway, and and they figured, look, yeah. long long term, I think he's going to be back, baby. Yeah. Um, what do you think? <laughs> well, well, see, the other part of that is, I mean, you make two good points, and if you put them together, it says something more about the situation that Albizzi is in. When Kosovo is out of town, the work on his his um, home stops. And just think of those, those um, um, Michelozzo, he probably had so many people working for him. He probably had a crew of, I don't know, 20 men or whatever, so suddenly they're all out of a job. This money, this, this is dried up. These people need the money to buy food and take care of their families. But at the same time, when artists leave with um, Cosimo, it, it says something, you know, because these are well-known artists, it, this says something. This, this says something about um, Kosovo versus Albizzi. They choose to leave with a guy who's been politically disgraced. He gets out of town, so not not only is there some jobs that immediately disappear, but the well-known artists are leaving with a guy who's just being kicked out. So I would think that as far as not only the financial aspect, but also just propaganda, this has got to look bad for Albizzi to have these guys go. I would rather go with him who's been disgraced than stay here with you. I just think it would have been, to some degree, a propaganda disaster for Albizzi and his support. Mm. To a degree. Although, to be fair, there were probably there were probably artists that were being paid by Albizzi that yeah. were loyal to him. There are artists that are loyal to Coco. You know, there are artists that are loyal to whoever's been nicest to them, whoever their patrons are. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that all work stopped, and these guys went with him. However, within six months of Coco's <laughs> banishment. Right. The people start to turn against Ronaldo Deli Albici. Yes. So by April 1434, things are not looking good for Albici's reign of terror. But we're out of time, so I guess Ooh. we'll do that next week on the Renaissance Times. Let's talk about angel mouth rape. More talk about Florence. That's what I say. We'll see. Next time. What do you think? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Chances are. (laughs) I'm doubting it. (laughs) 